But today we have a chance to transform practice, which lies in using new technologies to um, have better care for patients, decrease those healthcare costs, and improve experience for all of us, and disrupt the healthcare industry. We can create smart homes, smart cities, and smart hospitals with ambient intelligence. The fully digitalized nurse concept really supports digital health. From SSR Studios, it's Tech Vitals, a show about emerging technologies and innovations. We will take a deeper dive at how things like AI, VR, and sensor technologies are changing how we live and work. I'm one of your hosts, Zach Hilliard. And I'm your other host, Debbie Gregory. We are searching for cutting-edge people using technology to solve cutting-edge problems. Each episode, we will be interviewing amazing thought leaders that are navigating the uncharted waters of emerging technology. We really had a lot of fun sitting down with Wendy Carroll. Wendy is a nurse informatics specialist, nurse technologist, founder of Nurse Evolution, and currently the director of clinical optimization at Contigo Health. She helps nurses evolve their nursing practice through her advanced knowledge in emerging healthcare technologies, advanced data analytics, and innovation to improve patient safety and quality outcomes, lower cost, and enhance the patient and nurse experience. Wendy is a senior editor with the online journal of nursing informatics. She has recently written an award-winning textbook entitled, Emerging Technologies for Nurses, Implications for Practice. Nurse Evolution is an information hub for nursing informaticists established to further the nursing specialty and learn more broadly about topics such as health tech, data analytics, and certainly new technologies and innovation. Resources include blogs and articles and highly recommended websites and books on these subjects. She is also a member of the Healthcare Information Management and Systems Society, HIMSS, North American Nursing Informatics Committee, and the chair of the Nursing Knowledge Big Data Science Initiative Policy and Advocacy Workgroup. Harnessing the power of emerging technologies, Wendy's focus is to help nurses and leaders to embrace precision intelligence, focus on increasing efficiencies in their practice, promote policy, health equity, and foster the well-being of patient care teams. So Wendy, uh, please tell us a little bit about your informatics story. So throughout my time in direct patient care, where I started as a critical care nurse, I really noticed that my fellow nurses and I were experiencing a lot of efficiencies in our work, which was directly affecting our productivity and also ultimately patient outcomes. So we had a desire um, to begin to practice differently, which began early in my nursing career. And when I went into um, nursing and I was studying in college, I was always had a passion for technology. And I couldn't decide if I was going to go into technology or if I was going into nursing, but I chose a nursing path. And then uh, about, oh, I'd say 10 years into my nursing career, I realized I wanted to go into a more non-clinical professional role to, impel, to be able to impact uh, patients' health and wellness from kind of a different angle. So I made a career change into quality improvement to start to better healthcare delivery and processes for all clinicians and nurses. And then when I discovered I could use, I could be a nurse and then use technology to impact safety and quality and improve those efficiencies and decreased waste that I had 
recognized early on in my career. To satisfy my love of nursing and technology, I made a transition into nursing informatics, which was both um, a logical and exciting choice, and I have really enjoyed it for the last 15 years. So my career path has taken a lot of turns in my journey, moving from traditional roles to private sector nonprofit, health, t- health IT vendors, and also startup environments, where I learned coding, data analytics, and about intelligent technologies in those settings, and how each could dramatically improve nursing care and operations and administration. And that's where Nurse Evolution came in. That work, when I was working in a startup for um, artificial intelligence, that work led me to discover kind of the lack of understanding and education by nurses about first nursing informatics, but really broadly about healthcare IT, and then advanced data analytics, innovation concepts, and new technologies. So I saw an opportunity to fill that void, and that's why I founded the Information Hub of of Nurse Evolution. And can you just share a little bit from your perspective in your career on how technology has evolved and then relate that to care delivery and practice and how you, you know, what your vision is for the improvement of that? Sure. Um, As the largest population of practicing clinicians, nurses have always been, I think, one of the biggest users of healthcare technologies as they've been introduced into practice through the decades uh, in the history of nursing. And you can think of point of care testing devices, vital signs, monitoring tools, and even um, medical devices and things such as using and implementing the use of uh, really safe uh, urinary catheters. But I agree with you, Debbie, where it really started for nurses with technology is use of electronic health records. And um, I think along with that, the evolution is going to come as we become smarter in the way that we use the EHR. But then I'll talk about also some new technologies and how we're using those in digital health. Um, because we've really moved to a place of digital health and being able to connect with our patients even more, um, have better communication with them, help them along the the continuum of care. But my vision is that we are going to harness new technologies more and more, learn about them, and then also there'll be a lot of transforming roles for nurses, um, which I think we'll get into as well. But um, I think about the nurse informaticist who um, has an expertise in technology, but even advanced data analytics, such as nurse scientists and nurse data scientists. And we're going to create ways to have, um, through technology, more nurse navigators and people who are monitoring the patients and nurses who are spending more time with patients based on the data that we receive from all of our technologies. So um, again, kind of the vision is that nursing certainly won't go away. Uh, Intelligent technologies won't, um, you know, take, uh, there won't be less nurses. Nursing will just, and nursing knowledge and their unique skills will just be used in a different way. And I think we've always been key players in driving evidence-based practice. And now we can really impact value-based care through the use of all technologies, our digital technologies and um, our emerging technologies. 
So you mentioned the knowledge, and I I know that the book that you've just written is is a textbook. So kind of walk us through a little bit about how this will educate the the next generation of nurses on emerging technology. Well, there was a lot, there are a lot of buzzwords and have been a lot of buzzwords in the last five or so years that are really um, infiltrating healthcare, such as artificial intelligence, the use of virtual reality, uh, blockchain, and uh, even genomics, um, also the internet of things. So the idea was that we would introduce um, kind of really how nurses um, can make a difference and have a value in using these technologies, but also how they're being applied and already being used. I think when we talk about emerging technologies, we think that's something that's coming, but actually um, in reality, these technologies are already here and um, they fall into our laps. I like to use that term a lot because Mm -hmm. as we know as nurses, um, other people make decisions for us about what we're going to be using, the tools we're going to be using, the products we're going to be using. Um, but they they truly come to us and we have to be ready for those and we need to understand those. So I wanted to do a primer of what a lot of, a lot of these technologies are, but also be able to tie to um, how nurses can apply them in practice. So I think that's so exciting because there there is something you know going on right now with the transformation of this physical world to a digital world that we've talked about and we're crossing over into that. So as these uh, nurses and the next generation of nurses are being educated, you mentioned a call to action in your book. How, can you describe what way you believe nurses will be catalysts for this technology development and innovation for the future? Well, healthcare technology is in medicine, new ideas, inventions, uh, services and models developed for products and the solutions that we deliver to really provide patient-centered care and have those solutions really be able to uh, help us achieve the quadruple aim, which I talk about in the introduction of my book, Better Managing Patients, Uh, lowering costs, having a better experience for our patients, which we know is really on the forefront of digital health, but then also the well-being of clinicians and everybody who supports patients in in, um, in patient care. So specific kind of proposal for promoting the conception development and adoption and the effective use of innovation technologies for nurses is to really expand opportunities for nurses to lead and to move and to create collaborations to improve the efforts of using new technologies. And I think that the quadruple aim, it, achieving the quadruple aim is the goal of using electronic, um, excuse me, um, emerging technologies. And we must be a part of not only just using them, but creating novel scientific machinery um, by inventing new products and services and also influencing the design and the use of new care models. In the past, nursing practice was based on kind of standardization of 
care based on policies, procedures, and protocols, which has, I think, led to limited opportunities for innovation. But today we have a chance to transform practice, which lies in using new technologies to um, have better care for patients, decrease those healthcare costs, and improve experience for all of us, and disrupt the healthcare industry. And I think we can be empowered um, by leadership in all care settings and empower ourselves with health IT developers and manufacturers, again, in creating the design, the purchase, the implementation, and the evaluation of new medical devices, um, technology, other technologies, and products. And... um, these should really provide opportunities for nurses to diffuse um, successful practices. I like to liken nurses to say with innovation that we are natural innovators. Um, We can also learn innovation. And when I was um, starting this book, I was gonna jump into technologies and I realized we needed a chapter on innovation and what healthcare innovation is and how we can look at that and how nurses can be catalysts in that. I think again of nurse informaticists, I think of nurse scientists, I think of nurse data scientists and all the different roles we're gonna have. I give an example in my book of a startup, Helpsy Health, founded by a nurse, Sangeeta Ajarwal, Um, where she really recognized a need um, to offer a patient portal and uh, a smart app that connects um, virtual services to access and develop symptom management for quality of life plans for cancer patients. And I think this innovation, this really what she's done is innovation at its finest and where we can catalyze and disrupt being forward thinking, using our infinite nursing knowledge of understanding the patient's needs and taking a risk to develop a revolutionary product and service that's really unique and helps achieve the quadruple aim. I love that. It's evaluate and educate, evaluate and educate is constant. And the quadruple aim element of like a framework to measure it is so true. But um, well, our practice, our, our innovations group, we've been tracking Uh, AI, VR, AR, IoT, and all the other acronyms, uh, and precision health. Can you, can can we discuss those technologies for a moment and how you see those technologies changing healthcare? Yes. Um, We'll start with artificial intelligence. Um, It can be something that seems really big and kind of um, scary to a lot of people and nurses as they see it coming into their practice. But the formal definition really is the theory and development of computer systems able to complete tasks that typically require human intelligence. And AI really augments and assists human judgment through the programming of smart machines to be able to perceive, think, plan, learn, and as we know very well with robotics, uh, manipulate objects. And an example of AI includes robots that will help nurses to really gain efficiencies to decrease those low value tasks, such as delivering meals and medications, um, recommending appropriate staffing levels in care settings, and automatically making those phone calls that they use to make to patients to follow up on their care and make appointments in clinical settings. Um, 
It will intelligently alert nurses when there is a change in patient condition in the clinical setting and in the community um, and make recommendations about what to do to take the best action for our patients. Um, one aspect of AI is predictive analytics, which falls under the domain of AI. And it's really a mathematical approach that uses historical data from multiple sources to predict future events by algorithms. And algorithms are sequential instructions and in a set of well-constructed rules that scientists give to computers to ensure a particular task completion. And then we have machine learning that helps use data, uh, helps us to use data more intuitively by learning from past historical data and taking all that information really to our patient's advantage and to our advantage. And an example of this is forecasting disease states such as sepsis in the hospital, maybe outpatient with diabetes and disease progressions such as renal failure. And then also, um, I think an interesting use of this too is in a hospital setting, predicting how long a patient needs to stay in a hospital and ensure they stay not too short of a time, not too long of a time, as incorrectly doing this um, can lead to hospital readmissions or higher ED utilization, and then also puts patients at risk for adverse events. So those, that's AI and how, how we can really apply it to our practice. And I can talk a little bit about uh, virtual reality. Um, in the book, um, our contributor did a fantastic job of talking about this. So we think of virtual reality as gaming, such as Pokemon Go, uh, is really a good example of that. And then it's a completely really immersed digital experience, providing a realized simulation simulation of uh, 3D environments that are experienced and controlled by movements of the body. Um, it takes um, augmented reality, which we also talk about, takes visual information and superimposes it on a real environment, um, such as um, a hologram in space. It's an ideal tool for patients who don't want to be fully immersed in the, the 3D experience, but certainly can. And then mixed reality encompasses both AR and VR, and it blends physical and digital worlds to produce new environments where physical and digital objects coexist and interact in real time. And uh, um, I think a good uh, example of this is really pain management and distraction for our patients. We think about IV insertions in our pediatric populations. It can it can help to um, distract them from that. And certainly during uh, a woman's birthing process, um, it can help with pain management. And it's been used a lot for burn patients as well when they're getting their treatments. Also in the book, we talk about one of the biggest ways that it's used, and that's to learn and be educated in simulated environments. And evidence has shown that there's been really an uptick with this during the COVID pandemic because we've all had to return to, in a large part, to virtual learning. So AR, VR, and MR are really, I think, going to explode even more because of what we've gone through in the last year and a half. And the Internet of Things, which is probably not as much known as the other technologies. And there's a fantastic chapter about what it is and how we've moved through 
our decades and gotten to a place where we're using this kind of technology. It's really kind of the cross-section and intersection of people, processes, and technology with connectable devices and sensor technologies to enable remote monitoring, status, manipulation, and evaluation, and trends of such devices that we use together. So we can think of um, Internet of Things as sensors and smart apps that we use every day to improve communication and remote monitoring of our patients, such as using body wearables. And in practice, this can help us to answer call lights faster um, and then also have more accurate staffing levels again, which is something that we really is a challenge in nursing right now. If you were to use a sensor and do kind of remote monitoring on patient staff, you would be able to do this and on our patients. And they say with things such as beds um, and rooms. And then precision health. It's driven by genomics and really it's data-driven personalized and precision healthcare, such as matching the right drug to the right patient and ensuring disease is actually accurately diagnosed even earlier. And genomics involves the study of the entirety of our genes, also known as the genome, which is coded for DNA, and new technology such as AI, um, along with genomics, can now help nurses uh, discover patient problems and provide alerts about red flags at the point of care that can clue us in for potential for diseases and based on family history or other health risk factors with the patient's DNA. We can really do that during the patient assessment, which is a big part in our chapter where we talk about understanding that the patient assessment is the most um, place where we can be able to gather that data. And there's a case study in the book where a patient couldn't, uh, wasn't responding to, doesn't respond to a medication. And if you look at some of those DNA strains, um, it was found that the patient could actually be put on a different medication and be able to have a better response to that medication. And we have a long way to go with precision care. We're doing it tactically, but using genomics and AI, using that historical data can really get us further for really be able, being able to give patients cat-centered care much quickly and a lot of times more accurately. It just, it, as you talk, Wendy, I'm thinking through all of the typical ways you dress and examine a patient room. In, from an environmental designer perspective and everything you just mentioned adds so much opportunity to, to transform healthcare. It's very exciting. But even going a little bit further, uh, you had mentioned the ambient intelligence blockchain and the fully digitalized nurse. Can you discuss those concepts and how they will affect the entire healthcare ecosystem? Sure. Blockchain is emerging. It started really in the banking industry, but it used in healthcare, the, the basic um, premise of it is as a technology for transitional transactional applications that can share what we call ledgers across any business network with that ledger as the source of all transactions across and shared among all participants um, in a secure encrypted environment. So the transactional records of the block 
they're added to the chain in a linear kind of chronological order with each network participant obtaining a copy of the blockchain. And then when it gets downloaded automatically upon joining. And for nurses, um, one way this is starting to be used is um, with credentialing and managing their education credentials and certifications throughout the nurse's journey and in their career. So that information um, is secure and cannot be changed and is owned by the nurse. There's also a lot of different ways we're using this in healthcare. And um, one of the ways, another way that we're using it is going to transform it is in research. Um, we're using research and clinical trials uh, information to really be locked down by blockchain, have people own their own information and take it with them. You can think of it as um, in the way that we use our smartphones and we have wallets of our own information that we take with us. We can do this for the security of our data for nurses and patients. And I think um, you asked about ambient intelligence, and I think this is one of my favorite intelligence because um, it's emerging technology that uses programs such as commercially available and very widely used personal, um, virtual personal assistants, VPAs, that many big health tech companies use. And it's different than just simple um, kind of AI that's, that's, the premise of it is uh, chatbots. But AMI refers to passive digital environments that are sensitive to the presence of people um, in the way we have smart refrigerators that know what we want, uh, what we're going to choose out of our, what we're going to choose out of our refrigerator, gives us recipes, gives us our, our shopping list. It's context aware and it's adaptive to the needs and the routines of each patient. And really a passive digital environment that's sensitive to the president, to the presence of people and adaptive to their needs. One way uh, we can use this with patients and it's really gonna change what we're doing in healthcare is it can help us expertly anticipate and proactively address our patients and individuals' needs as they adapt to changing conditions. And we can determine patterns and make predictions and suggestions to improve nurse and patient decision-making, including those in hospital clinic set settings, and then also within the walls of a patient's own home. In, um, and it, we can create smart homes, smart cities, and smart hospitals with ambient intelligence. Can be used with AI and um, just again, learn and become better and better. If a patient, if you send a patient home, I can help the care continuum by being able to monitor those patients where they live and in their environment, which is where we're moving uh, in healthcare and uh, how we want to get patients really out of the hospital, into clinics, help them along their care continuum, but certainly be able to treat them where they're most comfortable and convenient, which is in their home. I'd like to hear a little bit more also about the digitalized nurse and kind of what your thoughts are around that. The fully digitalized nurse concept really supports digital health. As um, revolutionary technologies and the automation we're seeing with AI kick in, 
we I've talked about how nursing roles are going to support that support them are gonna really evolve. And for this reason, nurses need to educate themselves and begin to acclimate to advancing technology and to supplement and enhance their skills to stay relevant first off. Um, and that means using novel technologies um, at every turn where it improves patient care, operational processes, the workforce, and largely the profession. And again, I talked about those new roles, nurse navigators, disease managers, uh, care advocates, wellness coaches are going to be brought on by how we change and use new technologies and change our care delivery, our non-traditional roles in nursing. We're going to have a greater focus on spending high value time with patients in all care settings. I write about in the book a really great, interesting government-driven initiative in the United Kingdom that they're talking about every nurse should be an e-nurse. And the movement includes involving nursing and their midwife staff in design and implementation of IT, which increases the access to education and training and using data to improve care. It really promotes nursing at the forefront of new roles and models of care in digital society, and also developing uh, capabilities that describe emerging challenges and competencies focusing only on their current skills and traditional roles. Another part of it, which is really uh, connected to digital health is that the government and nurses and their mission, this collaboration, are gonna transform the digitalized workforce and also help to bridge the digital divide because the e-nurse movement is promising a futuristic framework and viewpoint of how we can engage all nurses, but then have the technology literacy to help our patients better understand it and embrace transformation that's involved uh, where nurses really need to be involved in the design development and adoption and deployment of technology and healthcare, existing technologies and new technologies. So I think that's a fantastic initiative that they're doing um, that we, um, while all nurses aren't necessarily nurse informaticists, we can be nurses who are part of the production and design and development the education, the health literacy of our patients, which ties together with digital health. That's very exciting. And I, I know technology, we've always said, is ahead of, of healthcare. And healthcare is maybe just now catching up to be able to now bring those and merge the two together and really find those workflows. And in, in our work um, with technology planning at the engineering firm that, that we represent, we really, we focus on people, process, and technology, but we add a fourth realm, and that's the physical environment. So while we're creating and designing the space to house the technology and the patient care delivery and the technology, we're really trying to blend all of this together. And, you know, as a nurse designer, I'm looking at it from really an empathetic view to the nurses and how they're being trained on this new technology, how they're transitioning from maybe a 1960s building into a 2025 building, and how is that workflow completely changed based on maybe a career in that same hospital 
And now we're changing their entire workflow through the built environment space and new technologies. So just thinking from that lens, because a lot of our audience, uh, they might be um, chief informaticists, um, CIOs in the hospital, or maybe in a technology division um, that's working on a project to transform a, a health environment. How could you um, maybe look ahead to see what are some of the challenges that you can see and then maybe some of the biggest advantages to really this new digital health experience for nurses and patients? Well, I think a challenge, um, which is one of the intents of my of, of creating the text and writing the text, is um, Ex- executives, operations, everywhere down to the users, not understanding the background of the technologies and the interworkings of new technologies. So they're not able to really interpret or explain how it works. And I think that is a part of maladoption, um, again, for executives too, even those who are making the decisions, but also nurses they feel uh, intimidated, like these new technologies are going to take their jobs away. They feel like they are being uh, watched very carefully and um, that, that that information is perhaps going to be used punitively on them. But if you understand the inner workings and the background of these technologies and you use the right use case for them, they can actually um, do a lot of good for us, as I've talked about with efficiencies and productivity. And as you said, looking at the nurses empathetically, what do they want to do? They want to give their patients the best experience and care possible. That is what they care about the most. So understanding the background and what's happening, maybe not so much as a data scientist would um, know that or an engineer might know that. At least we need to have a movement of where we're being able to explain this and educate this in a way that's really digestible to nurses. So I think that's one challenge. And and I think uh, an advantage is that we can look at this particular challenge as an opportunity to improve education. And then also um, we have a digital divide of poor access and technology literacy for both nurses and patients. We have a perceived access problem. I think we already, patients and nurses, use a lot of these technologies in our everyday lives. And we can really pivot our thought to using these for digital health. And um, that has to come from the top down. I see where you're talking about you know, designing and um, how there's a lot of change uh, with uh, implementing new technologies and certainly in the work that you do, Debbie. Um, but I think really, again, the education and explainability um, of how this is empathetically going to work for nurses and make their patient care experience and practice better is what we need to do. And um, we're not there yet, and we need to get there. So again, uh, the text is uh, a primer to start looking into that and explain that. Uh, we, We totally appreciate your contributions to healthcare and helping translate. I think that's a key word is you do an excellent job translating some of this. 
of what new technologies mean to nursing practice and care delivery. Our last question is a little bit more personal. What is something unique or a fact about you that may not be known or people might be interested in? I feel that um, I am a creator and an artist at heart. And one thing I did um, done throughout the years is be a dancer. And um, I was raised in the Hawaiian culture of Ohana. And I used to be a professional hula dancer. Um, A lot of people don't know that, um, but it was something that I have always enjoyed very much, the expression of a song and a story through dance. I think uh, that plays into my creativity and, um, you know, has always brought me joy and has always been a passion of mine throughout the years. As we build in the digital transformation of Industry 4.0, get connected with our innovative team. If this conversation has left you inspired, curious, or just wanting to hear more about emerging technology, there are a couple ways you can join us. We welcome you to subscribe and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. For more resources about today's content, please check out the episode show notes or drop us an email, techvitals at ssr-inc.com. Culture matters. Our mission is to make a positive difference for our clients, colleagues, and communities. See our mission in action on your favorite social platform. On Instagram, at smithsegmentread. On Twitter, at ssr underscore inc on LinkedIn at SSR, and on Facebook at Smith Seckman Reed. This podcast would not be possible without our incredibly talented team of experts. Special thanks to our dynamic EP, Blake Moeller, our senior communications associate, Lauren Dean, and the exceptional support staff at SSR HQ, located in Nashville, Tennessee.